Greetings, 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 good people. This is Kat, and I'm here to introduce to you our newest series that I am calling One-on-One Live. This is a direct response to the COVID-19 pandemic, where each episode will feature interviews with people from all walks of life. I'm talking creatives, culture warriors, social justice warriors, and happen makers. Tune in to hear how they are coping in this new space, a space that I refer to as the after, and what they think the future holds. These episodes are recorded live, so if you want to see me and my guests in real time, head over to lowsoso.com for details. Otherwise, just subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and get new episodes as soon as they are available. Oh, and one more thing. If you enjoy what you hear, please, please consider making a donation using the information in the description box. Many of our guests have been adversely affected by the pandemic, so where you can, consider supporting their creative pursuits and causes. And that's it. That's all you need to know. Now, on to the episode. Greetings, 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 good people, and welcome to Cat's Corner. I'm your host, Mr. Cat O'Kaday, and I'm so excited about this series that we're doing called One on One. And it was um, an idea that formed and wouldn't let me sleep at night as people were sort of responding to COVID and the pandemic. And I thought, you know, I have some amazing people in my life. We've been having some great offline conversations. It would be kind of neat to see what that would look like in this format in the virtual world and, you know, give people some tips and some transparency. So this is why we're here. If you are listening to this audio, um, thank you for listening to the podcast. We are up to 13 listeners. I'm so excited. I'm hoping by the end of the month, we'll get to 20. So we're moving. Um, And if you're watching this on YouTube, this is the first time I'm actually doing this sort of YouTube thing. So welcome to the show as well. So our very first guest in this series is a longtime friend, collaborator. Um, This sister is bad, y'all. She really is. I mean, from the fell out parties to just hanging out, we have had many a meetup and dance in the parking lot because the music is just too good because that's just how me and Candace rolls. So I'm excited that she has agreed to um, come on and share with us. I'd like to introduce Candace Mickens. She is a yoga instructor and massage therapist with Sacred Body, body Touch, Sacred Touch Body Work. My apologies. Welcome, Candace. Thank you. Thank you. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. This is good. So um, one of the things I wanted to find out first and foremost uh, is how, you, how are you doing? Like when we ask that question now, I feel like it's a loaded question. So like, you know, just give us a quick check in. How have you been coping with everything? Yeah, I like how you called that a loaded question. Mm-hmm. I think we have to ask that question every minute mm-hmm. of the day these days because sometimes we can, you know, shift moment yeah. by moment, not even day by day. So. Right. But in this moment, I'm excited and grateful to be here. So. Okay. So take me back. Let's go back three weeks, a month now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you, in addition to being a body care, um, a body, a body, well, a body care person, I think is kind of, I think you care for the body in a really interesting yeah. way. You also have, you know, you also are very much familiar with sort of international markets and globally you travel. Um, when did you first hear about COVID-19? And what were your initial thoughts compared to now? Yeah, so um, as you uh, said, I'm self-employed with two businesses, a bodywork business, um, which is my heart, and then a consulting business where I um, do outsource management consulting for nonprofits. And that's been 15 years self-employed, 28 some years just Mm. in general. But um, so where I first heard about it was from my consulting hat 
because there were, we were receiving a lot of information about emergency preparedness plans from an operational uh, perspective. What if there's a lockdown? Um, how are you handling payroll? How are you handling your banking? So that's where I first heard about it. Okay. And so at what point did you realize that this was no longer sort of an outside the country globe, you know, over there issue? It was now about to become a real life in my face Everyday yeah, issue. I think it was at that time when, from my consulting hat, when I'm mm-hmm. sitting in meetings and having to strategize about emergency preparedness plans, that that was when I recognized it was hitting us here. Okay. And so how did you, how did you prepare? Like, did you have anything in mind? Did you come up with a plan? Was there a kit? Like, what did you do? Well, from my consulting hat, and I have lots of different hats. Right. <laughs> consulting hat, of course, you know, our most business operations, um, their number one priority is how do you uh, retain um, your employees? How are mm-hmm. you going to make paycheck? How is your revenue? Is it going to cease? Is it going to uh, be impacted? When it comes to my bodywork business, which is also a business mm-hmm. yes. as well, um, how I prepared. I discontinued my body work services because I am a licensed massage therapist, mm-hmm. um, which means I touch people. Right. Um, and I discontinued several weeks probably prior to some of my peers mm-hmm. uh, just because I had this kind of consulting side that I knew right. what was going on. And so for my, the interest of my clients as well right. as myself, I discontinued those services, I think, earlier than most did. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so in moving into that body workspace, how, what has been the response? Like how, because you have two, so, several hats, yeah. I think there's a, there's a space that you operate in where you're not completely losing everything because you have several hats that you wear. But when you're talking to your other body work folks, how are folks coping? Mm-hmm. Um, because when you do body work, this, this type of situation means that that's it. Like even my, one of my favorite massage therapists, she was like, I can't take any appointments at this point. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I've been rather grateful that I have had multiple streams of income and I've been mm-hmm. on the grind for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Not yep. paying off from that perspective. But a lot of my peers, that's their full time job, body work. Right. And so just like uh, body workers, hairstylists, uh, barbers, once this thing actually progressed and there was this distancing that was occurring, Everyone is out of work and, and right. literally sitting, not being able to do their services, nor uh, be able to receive income. So, right. yeah, and, and, and it really, a lot of, I will say, as far as my peers from body workers, and I, that um, term is an umbrella term. Mm-hmm. And I'll just say from the perspective of massage therapy, energy work, herbalist, most of the personalities and the characters of people who do this work they are super in tune with energy, super in tune with spirit. So, of course, they're, you know, moving in the best way possible. But, of course, everybody has their days. Everybody right. has their moments of breakdown and emotional WTF, I guess. <laughs> right, so. right. So, do you want to share your worst day so far? <laughs> Ooh. No, look, we got to be transparent. We're oh, I, I'm all good, good for being transparent. <laughs> Right. I can dig it. Tell me. Tell me what the worst day was so far. Yeah, so um, 
the reason I, I hesitate is because, you know, I'm always very transparent that mm. I, um, although I've been in to these practices, these energy work practices, I'm not perfect. You right. know, I, I never claim to be, I never claim to think that I've got it all together. And right. I'm someone that's very vocal that um, I've had trouble in the past prior to this with panic attacks mm -hmm. um, and so an anxiety disorder. So I've been working for years to heal that and to learn coping mechanisms mm -hmm. to, to deal with that. So one of my, Let's see. One of my worst days was probably, I think, there are two that come to mind. One is early on in the middle of the night, I heard a man outside crying for help. Um, yeah. And um, I couldn't really discern what was happening. At first, I thought it was someone drunk. It was like 11 p.m. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking out my window. And, you know, as a single woman, you know, I'm not rushing outside in the middle right. of the night to see what's happening. Long story short, I called 911. And um, and then I was while I was on the phone with 911, I could see that a man was laying across the street on the crosswalk. Um, and someone was hovering over him. And I told the 911 operator, oh, I see him. She had me describe them. But she said, is anyone at the scene coughing? And I said, I don't know. I'm in my window across the street. Right. Is anyone at the scene coughing? I said, I don't know. I'm not at the scene. And right. I think that right there created a very big trigger in me. Like, oh, my God, what? Are they not going to come if he's right. coughing or having right. problems? And when... And this is a long story, but to make it short, when they arrived, I videotaped um, because I wanted to see if perhaps the EMTs were not going to work on this man on, on the sidewalk in the middle of the night. And um, they immediately started doing CPR. They never did, in my vision, um, mm. the uh, uh, breathing techniques. Right. And um, I believe that man died on the street. But the weird thing about that was, but they moved him out of my vision. I never saw the ambulance take him away. Normally, if there's an emergency, they, you know, treat on the scene. You see the ambulance, you know, sirens blaring, rushing off to the hospital. They were on site for over three hours. I watched. I never left my eyes from the window. I watched. I watched them go into the man's house that was helping him. I watched them put a yellow tape around that house. And it really created a trauma in me, honestly, that when I hear sirens, which are constant these days, it mm -hmm. creates um, a huge bit of anxiety. So I think that's one of the triggers of one of my worst uh, days. Right. And how, how, how did the practices that you've honed over the years, how does that help you manage your, your anxiety? Yes. <laughs> so I like to tell people that just like a carpenter that has... Mm -hmm a toolbox full of tools, I always feel like I have a toolbox full and I use every one of them these days. Mm -hmm. One is I do regularly um, see a talk therapist. I was doing mm -hmm. that before all of this and I definitely right. do it now and it's by video. I am a regular, I have been practicing yoga for almost 20 years, but during the past four months, I've, I've had a daily practice of yoga as a commitment to about to turn 50 mm -hmm. and um breath yes thank you <laughs> four, more days, four, more, four more days one of them <laughs> wow 
Yeah, I've been really on that, upping that practice as far as yoga. And when I say yoga, I mean meditation, breath work, self-study, spiritual uh, commune, as well as body postures. Um, what else? Breath work, grounding exercises, clearing exercises. And one of the things that I think we're all doing is mm -hmm. utilizing my relationships. Right. Family. I'm talking to them regularly, Zoom and phone calls, my friends, my lo other loved ones. I'm really mm -hmm. tapping into that network to help support and fortify myself. And do you feel like, um, do you feel like it's all working? Do I feel like it's all working? Yep. Uh, oh, I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, okay. prior to this, um, I felt like it's all been working because these aren't things that I just started. Gotcha. COVID. Um, they have just been utilized, I think, more and more with intentional um, in the past month or so. But absolutely, I feel like I've been uh, able to cope much better uh, today than in the past five years than in past years. I don't know if I would have made it through this situation if I had not already started a lot of these practices and have them right. at the ready. I, I don't think I would have been able to handle it emotionally and mm -hmm. mentally without the practices that I've been doing. Yeah. Right. Now, um, you, before all of this, I was going to your Monday sessions. Um, Candace offers uh, small yoga classes um, at, at her home studio and they were life-giving. And then I remember when you shifted and said, all right, we're doing this via Zoom. I have not been to any Zoom yoga classes because I'm, I'm having a very hard time managing the virtual space, if I'm honest. Like, it's been really difficult for me. Um, and because I just miss being in your house. Um, <laughs> true talk. But I wanted to talk. I, <laughs> so I wanted to talk. I uh, wanted to just share a little bit about that decision to go virtual and how people have been responding, myself, in, you know, excluded from that. Because I know people have been, you know, getting on. And you've been fantastic about sending messages and, um, you know, giving us homework about things that we can do. So if you could share a little bit about that shift to virtual and what maybe it has taught you or what you've gotten back from, your, from the folks that you work with. Yes. So one, I want to say that with my consulting business, I've had to be on Zoom's managing operations, mm -hmm. a single worker, right. I'm literally seven, eight hours a day, literally in right. Zoom meetings. Right. And so the last thing <laughs> I right. wanted to have <laughs> was Zoom yoga on yet another Zoom call, right? But what I recognize, even in my face-to-face -face yoga classes, I've never emphasized just the asana or body postures. Right. To me, yoga is so much more. It's contemplative discussion. It's reflection. It's a time to connect. It's a time, I mean, in my face-to-face, um, -face, I serve food, dinner. You know, you don't hear about those things. Um, but it was a sense of community. And so what I decided to do was I wanted to stick with my routine of teaching on Mondays. Um, but what I did do is I did not open it up to the public. Right. Because I felt like one of the uh, benefits of having small, intimate groups is that it's a safe container. It's a trusting container. And I felt like 
only people who had been in my yoga classes prior to that point was I going to teach so that then we could continue with our discussions. We could cry if we wanted to. Mm -hmm. We could laugh about X, Y, Z and not have to have this guard on of, I don't know this face. I don't know right. who this person is. So we've maintained that. I've done five um, online yoga classes. They've been very sm uh, small and um, they've gone really well. And I'm a teacher who likes to be hands-on. I'm also a massage therapist. And so that means I like to assist, right. you know, up close and personal. So it is a challenge on a Zoom to be able to see each person and help them to stay safe and to give them um, good recommendations. So I navigate what I teach based on what I know the practitioners are able to do instead of taking them beyond and putting them in a space of uh, potential danger. Gotcha. And uh, as far as the students, I mean, I'm sure they appreciate it, but have you gotten any specific feedback that you might want to share with us? Yes. Um, they, they all have said that they just look forward to having a, a place where they can breathe and connect and just be themselves. And I think it, it um, acts as uh, an anchor. So if you imagine a lighthouse, if you're out, if you're a sailor and you're out at sea and all you see is darkness and, and right. ocean water, but you see on the shore is a lighthouse. So that gives you hope. It gives you inspiration. It gives you direction. And so by maintaining certain parts of your ritual and discipline with your routine, it gives you something to hold on to and ground and anchor and look forward to. So. Right. Thank you for helping me segue because I want to move into the tips part. Oh. So. Um, when we're thinking about ways to manage this, um, uh, I, <laughs> I'm going to share a story. So I, <laughs> this is so funny to me. So my spirit guides and my ancestors are kind of rude. Um, cause I don't listen cause I'm hardheaded. And, uh, there were two Thursdays back to back where I was just, you know, I've actually had to shift to teaching online. And so I've gone from seven classes where three were online and four were face-to-face -to, -face to all seven being um, remote now and uh, almost a hundred students across the, the two schools and the classes. And it was really, um, it was really kind of, it was, it was, it's been a bit insane. And I've had these moments on Thursdays for some reason where it's just, I don't have it. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not used to all of the zooming, even an online situation. So I think I've become a better teacher just because I've learned some extra tips to help, you know, with the curriculum. But I was sitting there because my computer wasn't working and I was stressed out because I had a meeting and I couldn't find the things that I needed. And I just heard, um, like, one of my ancestors is like, she's just rude. I love her, but she just, she's not rude. She just says things. She's like, you need the white people medicine. And I was like, what? They were like, you need to get the white people medicine. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I had to think about it for a minute. Um, when I got sick two years ago, I was told by a colleague that, you know, the, the MRI machines can be really small. And so they were like, you can actually get Xanax to take before you go into those machines if you have anxiety. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And one of the things that I'm learning because of therapy is that I have anxiety. I didn't realize it because, you know, black people, we don't call these things anxiety. It's like, there ain't nothing wrong with you. Just go on and go and drink some water. Get it together. <laughs> right. Get it together. Snap out of it. There are no tears. And so I, um, I remember that was the first time I'd ever taken Xanax. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Like, I'm in there falling asleep, the little clickety-clack I'm not bothered by. I was like, oh, my God, this was truly an enjoyable experience. Like, this is how you people have been surviving? Oh, hell, this is amazing. 
And so when, I, when my ancestors said that, I immediately had to sit back and say, what is she talking about? Then I remembered. I was like, ah, okay. Um, and I went and got it. I called my GP and she, you know, she wrote me a prescription and called it in. And I say all that to say, people who know me know that I am all about the incense burning and the card pulling and all of that. But at this point in time, I think it's just best that we all expand that toolbox. So I have my pills in case things get completely out of control and the breathing doesn't work and my incense isn't working. Um, I haven't really used it that much. I think I've only used it twice, but in terms of tools, it was it was helpful to know that I had that as like the worst case scenario. Um, and so I wanted you to share with us some of the things, maybe some breath work or some movements that we could potentially do when things get just a little too heavy. Yeah. So I have a, I have a lot. So just bear with me for a few moments. And I want to uh, speak to when you mentioned about Xanax. See, I'm not a, a, a medicine shamer. You know, right. we have some people in our holistic community that right. thing that someone else does is, is a problem. And my thing is, okay, what do you need to do in an acute situation? Right. Get yourself through. But then ask yourself, is this going to benefit me? Is this good for me in the long term? Right. right. And um, so speaking of uh, Xanax, um, you know, a natural way or form of quote unquote uh, Xanax um, is CBD. That's that's something that people can use for mm -hmm. anxiety. I actually hold a medical marijuana card. I don't even smoke, um, but I, I got <laughs> one because um, of anxiety and I do a micro dose, which is one to one CBD and one to one um THC, but what's weird is I have not used it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I had to use it much during this time. Right. It's micro doses. It's not a huge thing, but I, I just want to offer that for people that may be looking at alternatives as well. To so don't forget about CBD and melatonin for going to sleep, and I even black seed oil helps uh, me to sleep well. There's a lot of different, you know, kava kava, chamomile tea, you know, all of those mm -hmm. things are natural herbal supplements that can be used. Um, what other um, activities? One thing I want to uh, definitely want to share, two major things. One is tapping, which I will do in a second. Mm -hmm. You may have seen a video uh, up from respiratory therapist in Western medicine yep. showing that this virus can create mucus and people pretty much are drowned drowning in their own mucus in their lungs. And so tapping, which is also done, uh, my Qigong teacher teaches it, uh, my Reiki uh, teacher, she um, implements it, and we learned it in massage therapy school, which we call it Tapokmit, and I learned it in Twina, which is a Chinese medical um, system. So let's just take a moment to do some tapping. Um, you can use your fingertips starting at the top of your head, and then just tapping around, tapping down the back, tapping down the sides of your face, down past it, your heart, your clavicle, changing to a cup. Really give yourself a strong tap. Maybe come underneath of the arms. Tap down your whole body. Get your legs and stand up and do your, your legs mm -hmm. as well. Get your insides of your legs. And uh, make sure you get your back. So the physical therapist or respiratory therapist showed two people doing it, but not yeah. 
lives with someone. And right. so I like to say, get like a rolled up piece of newspaper or something, or a magazine, and tap your back this way. So one of the things that I did was I used a wooden spoon. Wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. That's that the not, African yeah. people, right? We know how to create. That's, that's right. what we do. Yeah. We know how to create things out of nothing. But the point is to loosen any mucus um, to help move your lymphatic fluid and to move the toxins out of your body and do that several times a day. Do okay. it before you start feeling mucusy or sick. Because mm -hmm. one, right now people are dealing with allergies, they're dealing with yep. all kinds of things. Um, but do those type of tapping and it helps to energize. It helps to release stagnant energy. Another thing that is good that my Qigong teacher does a lot, <laughs> um, I have a, a thing, is jumping. You know, okay. literally lifting your heels off the ground. That helps to shake away same things to get the blood flowing and release stagnant energy. Another technique, since everybody, including myself, <laughs> these Zooms are just like out yeah. of control. And I, I, I've always worked uh, from home and I've always worked on my computer for the past, I mean, 28 years. I've lost track. It's been a long time. Um, not from working from home, but on a computer. Working from home has been 15 years. Um, so I'm always having eye issues. So mm -hmm. one of the things that you can do is rub your hands together briskly and then place the heel of your palms directly over your eyes. Hmm. That's nice. And just take a deep breath in and exhale. And you may be able to also just move your palms to right above your temples. You could do it on the back of your head, the top of your head, maybe one hand in front of your forehead, the other hand at the base of your skull. These are ways to ground your own energy And of course, the breath throughout any of these techniques, you want to stay focused on your breathing, inhaling deep inhales, deep exhales, and really quickly with your eyes, your eyes are a muscle too, right? Mm. Right? We don't think about that. We're right. Like, Let's go get some biceps. Let's work on these hamstrings. But the eyes, all of this around here, those are muscles too. So when we're looking at our computer all day, whether it's video or what is it, uh, baby face and Teddy, I don't know. I, I'm totally out. I'm, I'm not really good. <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at bodies and anatomy trains and like videos, and everybody else is like grooving. Um, but um, but looking into the uh, video camera mm -hmm. tend to look down, right? Mm -hmm. So underneath the muscles underneath our eyes start to get short. So practice taking time to raise your eyes, looking up towards your forehead, mm -hmm. looking down low, looking to the left up in the corner diagonally, okay, down to the right, and then looking up to the opposite direction diagonally and looking down. And really do that several times a day. 
to help. Um, and, and just for a few moments, a good five you know, minutes or so will help to strengthen and, re- and stretch and relax those eye muscles. Um, mm-hmm. And, but the breath is the, the key piece. Right. Uh, and so I, I can't, I'd be remiss if I didn't say, when you're breathing, which is belly breathing, mm-hmm. is when you take your inhale, and I like to hold my hands at my belly. And then I did a family yoga class yesterday with only family members, there was eight of them. They're like, which belly? Which belly I hold? <laughs> I said, hold, hold one of them. How about you hold the lowest one? <laughs> Hold the bottom one. <laughs> <laughs> Hold them all. Not the bottom one. I love it. Okay. <laughs> and, and when you take a deep inhale, really expand and allow that belly to uh, expand and feel like a balloon. And I like to feel that energy. Mm-hmm. And then on the exhale, you're releasing back towards the spine. And then you're inhaling, expanding like a balloon. And exhaling, releasing towards the spine. And you want to have the three-part breath, which in yoga is called Durga Pranayama, which is expanding into the belly, expanding into the ribs or the diaphragm, and then expanding into the lungs or the chest. And then exhaling from the lungs, the diaphragm, and the belly. And you want to keep that cycle going because a lot of times we're not, we're shallow breathing up here. We're never taking the full breath. So. That was a quick, that was a quick technique. <laughs> Thank you. That was awesome. So could you give us um, a yoga move that we could incorporate in this? Yes, actually, here's my favorite. Um, so when we start to get panicked and you start hearing all this news about whole oh, X thousands or hundreds of thousands of people uh, um, dying around the world, that creates anxiety. It does for me. Right. So I've stopped listening to all right. of that unless I have to for my work. Um, and so it can, I start to get those panic attacks or start to get excitable. Um, mm-hmm. And so to ground, my favorite grounding technique is uh, child's pose. And okay. so you can keep your big toes together, spread your knees, if you got a lot of goodness, a lot of lovely bellies, a lot of goodness <laughs> up top, you know, it just gives you the space to release. And then you just drop forward, place your forehead on the mat. Sometimes I like to stack my fists so that I have some support. Mm-hmm. And for anyone who has tight hamstrings, you can take a pillow and place that behind. If you feel like, oh, I can't lay like that. And just breathe or cry because tears are tools too. Yes. Like one of those episodes that I've had, I got into this position and I just cried all into the earth. I cried into the floor because I had to release it like a child. Like I had to just lay down. (laughs) Right. So children know what to do, right? If you watch children and how they operate, you're like, stand up. They cry, they fall out on the floor, right? Right, right. Because they're grounding themselves. Right, right. I love how you said tears are tools too, because I do think that um, there is this sort of stiff upper lip messaging that's been happening a lot. Like, we're going to be fine. Like, yeah, I know that. But in this moment, (laughs) I'm I'm tired now and I need a minute. Just give me a time. Yeah, let let me just have my tears real quick and then I'll get back to being strong. 
Um, when you think about the, I call this time the after, because I don't think we're going back to anything that we've, you know, that was happening before this hit. When you think about where we are now, what are your, um, what are you thinking? Like, how are you feeling about this idea of reopening um, in terms of, especially since you got your ear to the ground with all of these nonprofits? Like, what, what does it look like for you in terms of where you think we might be headed for maybe the rest of the year? Ooh. So it's, I, I have, you know, everything with me is multi-layered, like as right. us, right? Which is why I love you. Right, so. because, you know, we, we, there are dimensions. Yes. <laughs> literally to these things. And um, when you talk about, like, the dimension that I hold dearest and closest is the spiritual dimension, mm -hmm. you know, and being open to receiving the messages that are coming forward. You know, I received a message back in 2003 that I shared on my social media about, you know, the time is coming where, you know, natural eating, growing mm -hmm. your own food, like we're reverting back to, you know, those fundamentals, you right. know, when they call Africa the third world and all these other places, the third world, they're the first world, they're the mm -hmm. first, but they have more development in my mind from the perspective of, you know, they know how to grow food. <laughs> they know right. how to sit and connect with people um, without, you know, a screen in the face all the time. But a lot of these things, the arts, those are energizing, creative things. Those taking arts and all of that stuff out of school. Mm -hmm. Now everybody's look, looking on Zoom. What, can, <laughs> what music can we hear? What right. class can I take? All right, right. Coming back. So I think from that perspective, all of this is in divine order. We know that this shedding, this unlayering is bringing the masses back down to what is really important, what is true, what is necessary, what is greedy, what is community, what is mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. So that's one level that I'm very clear. This shift is important. We right. got to go through it um, right. on lots of levels. But then on the level that you're um, asking about as far as operations uh, <laughs> and what's being said, even on that level, Right. Uh, being in meetings, because I, I support several um, farm worker organizations or food okay. that are along the food supply chain. And, um, you know, it's going to be some time before, quote unquote, normal <laughs> comes back around as far as even travel. Travel right. suspensions are going to take probably some months more. I don't care what they're calling for. There's right. a lot of things. It's still some time to go, you know, with the school systems and all of that. We, we have some, some months to go and some shifts, I think. So for sure. If not okay. Year. <laughs> so. All right. So I'm going to open it up to questions at this point of the juncture. We got some time. Are there any questions with some of the folks that are on the call? You can either unmute yourself and ask a question directly, or um, you can throw it in the chat. We got... Fern and Lisa and Tiffany and Catherine, thank you all for tuning in. Um, but yeah, let me know if you have any questions. No pressure if you don't. I see one in the chat. I don't know what it says. Okay, let's see. Uh, okay. Nope, that, those are just compliments that we sound like baby face and don't look like uh, Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess everyone's cool. No one has questions. All right, that's cool. Um, Candace, thank you so much for hanging out with us. This has been a lot of fun. Um, any sort of last minute thoughts, anything that you want to tell the people? Yeah. You shared all this great stuff. Ooh, I have a few oh, wait, okay. Wait, I think, Fern. go ahead, Fern. Go ahead, Fern. Candice, I'm just, I'm loving this. 
you have no idea how much I'm Yay. Only because I was about to sign up for a yoga class on by you know via Zoom that's coming up for the next month. And I'm like, all this is like falling into place. Yes. And everything you're saying is just hitting me all in so many different directions. But what about that person who doesn't know where to start? I mean, you've given us a lot of good tips, but what would be that first tip, that number one tip, if someone, if that you would recommend to that person to start, you know, to, because it's, for some people, if, they, if they've never done any of this, it could right. be overwhelming. Right. What would be that one tip? If you want to just get on the road and start tomorrow, what would be that one thing? Uh, so I was going to come and offer a whole lot of things, but you've, you've challenged me to say number one. <laughs> like, so like, I'm, gl I'm glad. I like a challenge. This is great. Yes. But, you know, here's the number one thing, and I've, I've alluded to it already. It, my number one thing is about the breath. Mm -hmm. because you don't have to get on the road mm -hmm. anywhere. You right. have to get on the road to yourself, right? And that breathing is what is going to save us. That's what lets us know that we're alive and well, but a lot of us are not conscious breathing, including right. myself. When I right. start getting panicked and anxiety, I'm not right. breathing. And That's so true. I would say that number one thing is to really research, and there's plenty of YouTubes and Googles, on different breathing techniques. Um, the Medu Nater, I will shout out Raul Neframan from Asar um, Aset. You know, they talk about a lot of different breathing techniques, but there's a lot of different um, techniques within yoga, within Qigong, within all of these. It's a medicine. The breath mm -hmm. is a medicine. So I would say that's the number one that you always have in your pocket to be able to go back to. Mm -hmm. Okay, what we'll do is, Candice, if you don't mind, um, I'll get a couple of resources that you like, and then we'll send them out to everyone that RSVP'd. That's okay. Yeah, and if there's a, just let me know when I have a couple more minutes, because I do have yep. a couple of things. You got, well, please, share. This is your time. Okay. All right. So another thing that I would recommend is a lot of people have seen this. My mother, when I was a child, and I'm 50, so I'm not going to say my mother's age, because she will watch this and be like, Candace! Yeah, I would do. <laughs> Edition number one. <laughs> and, and she still has it's all, you know, uh, with uh, stickies and all that. But it's called Prescription for Nutritional Healing. Um, yeah. Basically, it's an A to Z reference for all types of uh, herbs and foods and practical herbal medicines. Um, that is definitely something that I would recommend. Um, there's other looking into using essential oils as tools, mm -hmm. stones as medicine, sound therapy, whether that's music, crystal bowls. Um, I think I already mentioned Qigong and mentioned yoga. But what about just taking a walk? Yeah, right. No nature. Let me just say that. That's the number one nature. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know some of us weren't big nature fans <laughs> before now. Right. Now, with all that's going on, there's a fear even to go outside. And I get it. Um, but try to find a place to go that's not trafficked. What right. I tell people that I do is 
I may go along where the bike paths are, but I get off of where the pavement is. I wear my tall winter boots. Mm -hmm. I go way into the thicket and, and walk and just connect with nature because grounding with the earth helps to settle and calm our energies. Being able to smell, you know, mm -hmm. the fresh air and the trees and to get the sun. We need the sun. The sun is a healer. I mean, right. all of nature is a healer. So, right. I mean, I could probably go, oh, one more thing that I, I, I do for myself. And that goes into the nature. During this whole time, I've been doing a walking meditation called Focus on the Living. I named mm. it myself. Okay. And because I'm hearing so many negative things, I said, you know what? What can I see that's living and thriving? Mm. I take my cell phone. I take pictures of lakes, of ducks, of uh, uh, squirrels, of flowers. And that just gives me something to look forward. And it gives a one pointed focus and intention for my mind to shift away from all the negative things that are happening or could be happening. Right. Um, I also created a happy stuff board doing exactly the same thing. Every time someone, when cat dropped me off some tea at my front door, I <laughs> up and said, Risa cat uh, tea, or I chatted with someone on zoom. I just made a board and said, this is the things that make me happy so yeah i love that and your mom is on the chat she said your mother she put it that she's watching <laughs> so you did good by not calling her out yay mom um yeah i think the happy board is a great idea yeah the happy board is the that's a great idea um and uh, how did the tea work out have you have you tried it yes yes the, as soon as you gave it to me i built boiled a big pot and, and okay. was drinking it yes yeah I've, I've actually, I'm proud of that blend. I'm going to make some more. Glad that it's helpful for you. Um, any other questions? Hey, Tiffany, I'm digging your mug game. Your mug game is fly. <laughs> Thank you. I got this in New Orleans. <laughs> She's like, and I love how you purposely are like, you will see the design. I was like. That, that, no, it, not, it just, it just happened beautiful. like that. I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Did you have any questions? Not any real questions, but just saying, hey, Rosa Cat, um, hey, Fern, um, <laughs> hey, Candace, um, and I just say, like, Candace, I, I, miss, I love and I miss um, hey, the Thomas. Thai massage. Yeah. I, I, I really, I really do because mm -hmm. I was in a real brew with that. Um, so I just can't wait till I can get back to that. But just, but that's really it. But just in the meantime, just I've been doing a lot of nature walks and things like that. Um, a lot of yoga, a lot of dance mm -hmm. classes, just to stay grounded. Um, mm -hmm. But so more just comments. But just thank you for having this, Rosica. This is well. No, this is fair. Look, I was like, spirit was like, you better do this. I was like, okay, <laughs> I tried, but they wouldn't let me sleep. So I'm glad we were able to kick it off. Um, Candice, I really, really appreciate you. Your mother. Hey, mama. <laughs> She's I, there I, taking a look. <laughs> I, I just wanted to um, uh, say to to uh, Tiffany that and to all. All the people missing massage therapy services from all of us body workers out here, we also miss you. Yeah. Uh, you know, fortunately, my sister and mom can get it because I do visit my mom there in PA right now. I'll be headed up there as soon as I'm done with this. Um, nice. I like to stay in touch with my mother. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so, um, well, I, I, you let me know, Kat, if you want me to say how they could get in touch with me or. No, I mean, please share, because remember, this is going to be audio and video, and we will be sending out whatever resources, everything will be emailed to folks, but just in case, do you want to share how people can find you and get hip to the Candace, you know, the Candace train? Right, so I, my website is sacredtouchbodywork.com, 
and my IG is Sacred Touch. That's a little, uh, yeah. I, was that Sacred Touch Body Work? It's Sacred Touch Body, I think. Sacred Touch Body Work. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm new to ID by a few months, and um, so <laughs> it's not my my thing. You but, do a good job on it, though. It looks good. Yeah, I've been to your page. Yeah, um, it's, and you can reach me if you have direct uh, questions, but by email at sacred touch b as in boy w as in woman sacred touch bw at gmail .com. But I did want to say that um, my cash app is dollar sign sacred touch. And although I am working and I am grateful for that, so I'm not in need of a thing. If there is something that you want to donate, I have a whole network of massage therapists, mm -hmm. massage therapists that are not working, that are yeah. out of work. And I'd be happy to collect any donations to be able to support them and not receive a, a penny or a dime. I am right. okay with that because I'm grateful that I have a second source of income. Right. But right. I know plenty of people who don't. So I'd be happy to be the custodian and work in the community and, and share those those funds with them. So. Okay. We'll definitely get, make sure that we, we put that word out when we post everything because I think that's important. And thank you for doing all of the good work. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. It means a lot that you were number one. Um, it's a great way to ease into this. I appreciate you. Thank you everyone else for tuning in. It means a lot that you all trusted us with this and that you wanted to see. So we're going to continue with this. Um, next week we have Lady Alma is joining us on Saturday. I know, right? It's so exciting. And then my bestie, Evelyn Bando, will be joining us next Sunday. We're going to keep it at 11 a.m. because, you know, it's a nice time of the day to do this. And if you have questions, you can hit us up at cat at com. You can also hit us up at lilsoso.assist at gmail if you have questions. Special thanks to Catherine, um, my colleague and partner in crime on this, who's been helping me keep things organized. I couldn't have done this without you. Thank you so, so, so much. And yeah, uh, we will email you with the resource list, and we will also email you once we upload everything to um, the podcast and the YouTube, so you can go back and take a look if you want. And yeah, thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. That's it for now. This culture ain't going to make itself. So you guys go out there, be safe, take care of each other. And yeah, we're going to get through this one little bit at a time. Thank you so much, Candace. All right. Thank you. All right. All right. Take care. Hey, folks, just wanted to take a minute to say thank you so much for listening to Cat's Corner, the podcast. If you would like to follow me on social media, please do so. I'm at K-A-T-S-K-O-R-N-E-R-C-O, Cat's Corner Co. on both IG and Twitter. You can also follow my company, Little Social Productions, at LSP underscore on the go. That is both at IG and Twitter. And always feel free to come visit us at www.lilsoso.com. L-I-L-S-O-S-O dot -S -S -O com. Thanks again for listening. Really appreciate it.